Welcome to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from Friends You Can Trust. Every week we broadcast and review a new film, talk about some film news, recommend what to watch. We've been talking and critiquing and gushing over movies since we were in high school. And we aim to bring you honest conversation about relevant cinema. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Derek Deal. I'm here with Sean Bowlby. Hey, I'm Sean. How's it going? It's uh, it's going good. It's a nice day it's here. Our, yeah. It's our first uh, episode together in the yeah. new format. Yeah, odd. Uh, yeah, we were together for the the uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. All right. Yeah, the big. Yeah, the the man. first one, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. It's been kind of weird trying mm-hmm. to schedule all these just because there's yeah. It's always so it's, many movies. And... I I almost want to like uh, draw wild conclusions about like what what movies what is it about my taste in movies and Brandon's and Derek or Brandon's and Nick's that kind of drew us more together than me and you, or, you know, you and, or what? And I think Brandon and Nick haven't done an episode together. Is that correct? Or I think they, I think that was the case for a while. I think they did break that. I can't remember what movie it was for. Yeah. Maybe not, but either way, Mm -hmm. um, so tonight we're going to review the movie Old, um, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk about M. Night for a minute. Uh, I think, oh, I know I do, and I think we probably have a similar relationship with him. It's like he's, mm-hmm. for me at least, he was kind of a, you know, in high school and stuff, he was a really big influence on me and my film taste and mm-hmm. uh, getting to experience kind of his like, his like golden era. Uh-huh. Yeah, of his first three films. Yeah, and, I, uh, I pretty much followed him religiously um, for his early career. And yeah. I've seen all but one of his movies. Um, I haven't seen The Visit, and uh, yeah. You should check it out. It's actually really yeah, good. that's what everyone I says. I like it a lot. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so what, I mean, I'm sure we're all going to be, I mean, I'm sure we're both going to be pretty similar on this, but what, what are kind of like, what do you think are his what do you consider his best movies? So in my mind, um, even though I've, <laughs> I think I've only seen it once or twice, like way back in the day, I think the sixth sense pretty clearly stands out to me as his best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just from what, you know, I've, I've definitely seen a bunch of, um, you know, videos and kind of essays about, uh, the movie and it, it really seems like it does hold up quite a bit. Although, you know, I, I haven't personally seen it in probably a decade at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do want to get back to that, get back to it and rewatch. Actually, I kind of want to watch it with my niece and nephew when they are old enough to not be too scared, yeah. but um, right. I think that would be a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then, um, and then I guess I'm I'm kind of tied. I, I can't really decide between uh, split and signs. Um, would okay. probably be my next two. Yeah. Um, again, signs. It's been a while. Probably not as long as the Sixth Sense. But um, I really enjoyed Split. Um, and I just remember watching Signs back in the day and just being absolutely terrified. You know, there's there is something about the way he does that movie where just like seeing a leg move is just, you know, made me scream in terror. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's probably what I would go with. Those three. Yep. Yeah. I think it's for me, like signs is far and away his best. Hmm. It's definitely my favorite. It's one that's like, yeah, it's always stuck with me. Um, I think it's been the biggest, like, influence on me too as far as my taste and everything goes like it was when that movie came out that was like that was everything for me for years it's just like everything compared to signs and um and you know it's a it's a good movie like just uh you know it's it's just really well made and the yeah the scares especially like really haunted me (laughs) like Mm -hmm. there's just there's just something about some of their like the simplicity in them that like 
it's so re like the the horror is so relatable mm -hmm. because it's so yeah, it's like, a small and, like, small family dealing with their own little family issues and yeah. it's just like yeah it's a it's a worldwide invasion movie boiled down to this this one kind of House. half half broken family you know yeah uh, there's something kind of cool about that um and yeah. i totally I, i'm totally uh agree with you with that movie was hugely influential on me uh, back in the day, probably, you know, definitely more so than the sixth sense, which I probably, I think is probably a better movie. Um, yeah. I just watched signs, you know, I, I've seen that movie so many times and yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even just the opening credits. Sometimes I'll just watch the opening credits. Huh. They're just like, they're so the, the score like just gets me so like jacked up for the uh -huh. movie. And, nice. Um, but yeah, then I'd say splits definitely right there. Like it's one of those M night movies. That's um, it's almost like it kind of takes his like newer, uh, like version of himself and just kind of perfects it. Cause it's just like, it's really weird and mm -hmm. like bizarre and like such a strange like thing. Uh, but it's really good. Like it has all the stuff that makes M night great. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got like unique cinematography and like these weird performances, but they click, like they all work yeah. really well. Uh, then yeah, I'd probably say The Sixth Sense or Unbreakable. They're both pretty close to me. I feel like Sixth Sense is probably a better movie. Uh, it's been mm -hmm. a while since I've seen it, too. But, I mean, it's definitely his more recognizably better movie. I think he got nominated for, like, Best Picture even with mm -hmm. that movie. Didn't he so, win, did he win um, Best best uh, Original Screenplay? I'm not sure. I know. So. He, I think he got, the, like, the big three nominations. He mm -hmm. got the Best Director, Best best picture and best screen yeah best screenplay but i don't know uh, let's see if i can quickly find this but i think um, talking about that movie is also a good kind of like segue into his career because like that was his first like big studio film mm -hmm. yeah and definitely it was so huge and so successful uh -huh. all these awards and stuff and uh, I know at the time, especially like by the time you get to signs, it's now his third like giant hit. You know, mm -hmm. people are like, "This is the next Spielberg." This is the yeah, next, like, like Hitchcock. Yeah, I was. Like... I heard um, the the next Hitchcock a bunch. That's that's yeah. what I remember hearing everyone talk about. Um, and just uh, just I, I I looked it up and it was nominated for six Oscars, including. Uh, best picture, best supporting actor, Haley Joel Osment. That that oh, was right. another one that was like that was a big, like uh, you know everyone was talking about that performance, and he he was mm -hmm. like a, a big star for a while. Um, mm -hmm. Tony Tony Collette was also nominated for supporting, um, oh, yeah. actor, uh, actress Tony and then Collette's director so and writing and then editing as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's a big like first big movie. Yeah, definitely. Um. And, you know, everyone has their theories about what that did to, like, his career, like, and his mm -hmm. mindset and, like, his, yeah. you know, it's, whatever. It's but, always hard to talk about that kind of stuff because you just, you never really know. And, yeah, no one really you know. knows. Mm -hmm. But w what we do know is his career's had a lot of weird ups and downs, and he's made some incredible films that are, you know, there's a whole generation of yeah. filmmakers that are, that kind of grew up with that and, really look up to him in those early films and then there's a whole nother like i don't know another generation probably of people that grew up on his later career and yeah. were like he's just this classic like terrible director mm -hmm. that you know nobody yeah. has respect for mm -hmm. um and now he's in this other part of his career where he's just kind of all over the place he makes some really great movies and then some weird ones and uh but i think since the visit i think he's He's doing good. Like I mm -hmm. haven't, I haven't seen any movies that I really dislike. Um, yeah. In fact, like The Visit and Split, I really, really like, and mm -hmm. I think Glass is pretty good. Yeah. And um, I thought this movie was all right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I uh, kind of agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Do you have something else you want to add about no, M Night before I mean, we get into the? I mean, yeah. He just he really did have. I, I wanted to throw out some of his weirder movies like Lady yeah. in the Water is just a a completely mm. baffling movie. Um I, maybe on a rewatch I'd I'd have to decide on whether it's a, a 
a good weird or a bad weird. I mean, it's definitely a bad weird, but it's just yeah. like, it's so bizarre that it, I don't know if it, you know, if I would get some kind of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the, the last airbender was, um, you know, everyone, uh, yeah, everyone knows about that movie. So, <laughs> um, actually, you know, the one movie I haven't seen of his is after earth. Mm. It's the only one I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Um, and he, he actually has a few earlier movies before The Sixth Sense, which I yeah. had never even heard of. Um, I've seen his Rosie, McDon- Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> Rosie McDon- uh, Rosie O'Donnell baseball movie. Huh. I've seen that one. But uh, then he made one more, I think. Uh, Wide Awake and... Oh, with anger. I recognize this poster. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I do recognize the poster. And then Praying praying with Anger, starring Which M. Think, Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I think that was a student film that he made. Hmm. Okay. And then didn't he – did he write um, – so yeah, he he has some writing credits. He wrote, so he wrote Stuart yeah. Little, um, Devil, or he, he did the story for Devil. He, he wrote After Earth, but he um, – yeah, that was kind of more Will Smith's project. Yeah, um, yeah. And then he also did a TV show. Did you watch Servant? So I've watched the first season or of Wayward Servant. Wayward Pines. Uh, I haven't watched Wayward Pines, but the first season of Servant is incredible. Mm. Really, really good. The second season just came out on Apple. Okay, all right. Um, he also, fun fact, is he ghost wrote, it's under a different name, uh, She's All That. Oh, and he's talked about nice. it in interviews or he's Interesting. like, or he rewrote it or something. He's uh-huh. brought in. Yeah. Yeah. Before he made six cents and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah really, fun. really all over the place career. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, I guess let's just get talking about his new movie. Old. Old. Uh yeah, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, obviously. It stars... Shoot, I didn't so pull up the... Uh... people. Yeah, it's got yeah. a um, giant cast. Uh, Alex yeah. Wolf, Thomasin McKenzie, Gail Garcia Bernal, Abby Lee Kershaw. It's just, it's, uh, you know, a lot of... Thomasin you know, McKenzie. Couple... Yeah, so there's, there's a couple, like, uh, younger actors that are pretty big right mm-hmm. now. And then a lot of pretty much everyone in the movie you've seen like yeah, on TV or like definitely they're all recognizable actors, mm-hmm. but um, I don't rec- necessarily recognize their names, but it's a pretty big cast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was cool to see um, uh, the guy who played guy, uh, Gail Garcia Barnal. Who, yeah. he, did, he did like some Michelle Gondry movies back in the day oh, really? and uh he was in Etu Maman Tambien and mm-hmm. um yeah he he's he's popped up at different points and and is a pretty cool pretty cool actor he's been in some interesting yeah 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 he was uh I haven't seen him in much but I know he had I think he had a really big like Amazon show that was pretty big for mm. a while too uh, that's what I recognized him most from um oh Zorro but... Looks like oh. he he may be playing Zorro in a Zorro movie that is in pre-production. I just huh. clicked on it. Interesting. That'll be interesting. Definitely about Zorro. <laughs> yeah, that he, that's a pretty <laughs> I, that's a pretty awesome casting of Zorro. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay, so old. Yeah, old. Is, what uh, were we talking about? <laughs> the plot of old is a family on vacation takes the opportunity to visit a secret exclusive beach what sounds like an experience of a lifetime turns out to be an experience of their lifetime uh, oh oh i see <laughs> what they did there i see what they did there um so um my no. my Go. like well the reason we picked this movie is it's Eminite and um he's just one of those directors i'm always gonna watch every movie he makes Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's always a wild surprise of what you get. So um, in this movie in particular, there's a lot of talk about because it's just a strange movie. It's really strange. 
Um, my initial thoughts of it are, I think it's fine. Like I, I, I definitely enjoyed myself watching it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I was smiling for large portions of it, um, whether it's because of cheesiness or because it was like a really crazy premise. And I was like, what, how is this happening right now? Um, but it's just such a weird movie and it's, you know, from top to bottom feels like M night Shyamalan. So, you know, it's got the, it's got all the, his classic things that people either love him or hate him for. It's got the cheesy dialogue. It's got a lot of weird, um, performances it's like they're just strange line deliveries mm-hmm. and um you know it's got the awkward children but it's also got like really interesting cinematography at times do some mm-hmm. cool stuff it's got some uh neat visual visuals uh it's got some pretty chilling scenes mm-hmm. and um it's got you know a, a kind of a surprise en- i'm not going to call it a twist but it's got a surprise ending so um yeah overall i thought it was it was it was fine you know mm-hmm. I, I, i'd recommend checking it out but it would be hard for me to be like you're gonna love this movie yeah know? definitely but what, what's your initial thoughts yeah i'm i'm less as uh um i'm probably i'm definitely probably more on the uh on the dislike side of the fence um I guess I'm kind of I I don't know how much more patience I have for M Night, um, even though yeah. you know we just did get done talking about the fact that we actually quite liked two of his last three movies and and you know uh, Glass we actually enjoyed in in spite of many faults, uh, mm-hmm. but um, I think uh, he's just been doing. He's been making a lot of the same mistakes for a really long time. And mm-hmm. I just kind of, I think with this movie, I just didn't have the patience for those mistakes. Um, or maybe it just, it didn't have anything to outweigh the mistakes, mm-hmm. um, which is the very, very clunky dialogue. The um, bizarre pacing that he has in a lot of his movies, um, like not just pacing, but like the way he lingers on certain things and then just blows past certain things Mm -hmm. in weird ways. Um, I wasn't very forgiving of his style. He, he definitely, there is a style there and there were some things that made me perk up and, and say, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. Um, but like, I think for the most part, you know, I could (laughs) to get into some, some nitpicky things like the, some, there was a f- so like one shot was you know you just have one character talking and then the camera would just start panning around in a circle showing all the other ca- characters in the circle and they're just standing there looking at the main that that character talking they're not reacting to anything they're not giving right. anything they're not doing it it's almost it's almost like um, he, he just kind of refuses to shoot some things in conventional ways because he doesn't want to, or, right. you know, I, I get, like I said this earlier, it's hard to get into the, the heads of directors. Maybe he, maybe he had some very, um, purposeful, uh, reasons to, that he chose to shoot some scenes like that, but. Um, like another scene and this this happened two or three times in the movie where it would just kind of be a a kind of a medium shot of multiple characters um, looking towards camera and the camera would just and it's like a really intense scene one of the scenes was actually the the uh the tumor scene yeah i won't say anything more than that but the tumor scene it's like a really intense scene and the camera just starts like very slowly zooming in past the care past the mm-hmm. um any of the characters mm-hmm. to the point where you're only seeing like half of anyone's face and mostly just sky behind them and yeah. i got i really got you know it was a it, obviously this wasn't in, intentional but the what I got from that was like, it, it was indicative of the way I was feeling about a lot of the movie where like, there's kind of something interesting happening, but I'm just, I just kind of start 
staring at the sky. Like, uh, oh, that's what's that over? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. We got a M Night movie going. Oh, it's that. Uh, just, oh, look at that butterfly. It's just. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So, um, I don't know. Some of the cinematography was interesting, but I. It's a lot of it's just kind of weird and the stuff that was kind of interesting wasn't it didn't feel like it was a part of a whole cohesive style or tone or anything like that. Um, It it very much felt like it was he didn't want to shoot anything conventionally. And so he was coming up with weird ways to shoot his scenes or something. Yeah. Or maybe he's a genius and I just don't get it, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird on these movies too, because I think he's like self funding them now, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Like he's not, no, probably isn't really answering to many people and Mm -hmm. just kind of doing his own thing. And he's, he's like a, he's a guy that he's not losing anyone, any money. I don't know if it's all self funded, but even if it's not, he's, he's not, no one who gives him money is going to tr- end up losing money at this point. Right. I feel like, um, yeah. and then there's always the chance that it's like a, a split or a yeah. glass. Um, but he's, he's by and large a pretty safe bet. I think he's really good at delivering a movie that's going to make money with a very modest budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, definitely give him credit for that. And he's, he's definitely going to be making movies until he, gets you know tired of it until he you know until he doesn't want to Um, yeah yeah but um i totally get what you're saying though like i i definitely felt that way multiple times throughout the movie where i'm just like like you almost start to stop you're not like you don't stop watching but you're kind of like you get pulled out of the story constantly because Mm -hmm of how strange like things are delivered and like, mm-hmm. but in, in all ways, whether it's the actors, whether it's like the dialogue or yeah, what's happening on the camera. It's like it, all of them are constantly like not working together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like every once in a while they sync up and then that's a good scene usually. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Um, yeah. To say some good things about it, I will, you know, I mentioned a tumor scene which i won't say anything more but like that was a pretty intense scene aside from maybe just that one shot um you know it was kind of crazy and you know (laughs) ridiculous but there there was some intensity there there was some tension and uh that was definitely enjoyable there were a few other scenes like that especially you said that there were some um pretty frightening scenes or or scary scenes um especially towards the end that was that there were pretty shocking um but yeah uh mostly i was not into the movie and like i think it really does have a lot of much bigger plot issues as well where there's not really any or at least i didn't feel like anything that happened really carried any emotional stakes past Mm -hmm. the scene that it happened in it doesn't like you know, something doesn't, nothing really happens where it's revisited emotionally later on in the movie. Um, people just kind of die and, and just, they're just discarded from it's the movie. Like stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we'll get into more details about that in, in the spoilers. Um, yeah. because it's very easy to spoil this movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, sure. um, yeah. Yeah, I think one of my big nitpicks about the movie is, and maybe it, it felt like he was making a horror movie. Like, this seemed like it was supposed to be a horror movie. But um, there's there's so many opportunities in this movie to make things really scary. And they just, for, I have no idea why, that they just choose not, like, he just chose not to put anything frightening there. Like, mm-hmm. There's a whole plot point, and this isn't really spoilery. It's kind of brought up pretty early. Actually, I think it's even in the trailers. Is they can't leave the beach because mm-hmm. they like black out. It's like that's a good opportunity to make something like scary or mm-hmm. like frightening or tense. Instead, they just cut to black and then yeah. they just wake up on the beach. And uh-huh. It's like, why did you? Why yeah. is that even in the movie? If you're not gonna 
do anything with it. Uh huh. Definitely. I, I mean, aside from just uh, you know, an explanation for why they have to stay there. Right. You know? But um, it's like the most bland as you definitely. can get. Um, and I, and I think like that's an, that's one thing like the movie suffers from a bit and maybe there are some other reasons for, for why the movie is like this, but it, it chooses not to show a lot of things um, back to the tumor. Um, like right. <laughs> what happens there? It, uh, it, it doesn't he chooses not to show that kind of stuff and even like the scary like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of moments like with the there's a guy who kind of starts losing it um and kind of going crazy and they don't show any of that uh element they don't really like you know dwell on it and maybe maybe he was trying to ride a pg-13 rating um maybe or maybe he just thinks it's better to not show, you know, it's better what you don't show type thing. Right. But it, I don't feel like it worked for this movie because it didn't, Yeah. it kind of, it, it didn't build, it didn't assist in building tension or build, right. building suspense. It just, yeah. Or, or you got to at least insinuate what yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. Like at times don't even do that. They're just like, eh, something happened mm-hmm. anyways. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like, um, yeah, can you think we can talk about the ending at all without? Um, I figured spoiling well, or just like general thoughts about. Um, I mean, I think maybe we maybe we'll just move into spoilers, mm-hmm. uh, sooner rather than later. But um, think what else? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like if there's anything big that I really liked that wasn't a spoiler. Um, and I'm not sure that there really is. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's uh, some themes that this movie's going for. Like all all M Night movies are have kind of big ideas and and um, pretty on the nose themes. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I just I felt like this movie, like many of his other movies, perhaps a bit too much like The Happening, was way too on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, not a very interesting point that he was trying to make or, or, you know, he wasn't what he was trying to say with the movie wasn't, isn't very interesting. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't think it really worked. I don't think the way he delivered his, uh, his theme was particularly interesting or, you know, didn't really add anything to any conversations. Not that any movie has to, but it, yeah. you have to deliver on something. And that's, that's one of many things that he didn't really deliver on. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. It's kind of, it's just like a, a lot of this movie. It's just kind of like, there's just like no wind in the sails mm-hmm. of what, whatever it is he's trying to do. Just mm-hmm. like, but um, I will say like, you know, we we mentioned this before we started. Uh, Brandon and Nick both enjoyed it more than we did. So, and I think yeah. Nick was pretty fairly into the movie. I think he thoroughly enjoyed it. So, yeah, you know, there's there's enjoyment to be had, uh, especially knowing that you're getting into an M Night movie and and you're in for a weird ride. And you know, if you just accept yeah. it. And <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, let's move into spoilers. Okay. Some of the stuff might not be so spoilery, but it's just mm-hmm. it's gonna be easier to talk about the movie yeah. uh, once we're past that threshold. So uh, from here on out, we're gonna talk about spoilers for old. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it mm-hmm. uh, and then come back. So um, um, I guess like one of the things I wanted to talk about that um, confused me. This is just more of a specific plot point that I was trying to like understand in my head was did you get the relation between that scene with the girl that goes swimming you know and the guys with her like on the beach and then like it cuts to the i think that might be like one of the first scenes of the movie this girl like goes skinny dipping or something Mm -hmm. and then it cuts to like it goes to like the hotel like all the opening stuff and then they come back to the beach and the guy's still sitting there on the beach and um that whole like I get that it was like a setup for this is just a, a part of the list of things that just like really jarred like it just 
it, it like made so little sense that I just I start like getting lost immediately and like mm-hmm. what little bit of narrative is happening in that story and it's like they come back and the guy's still hanging out there and um I just never fully understood that his whole story or anything about what was happening with that character mm-hmm. and I mean I guess this is really this I guess this kind of applies to everybody but uh mm-hmm. That was today when I was like really thinking about the movie and like trying to come up with my opinions and like, like that, that, that character specifically, yeah, uh, was like really throwing me for a loop because I was like, why he's pretty much completely has no effect on anything, Mm -hmm. but they have like full scenes dedicated to like, yeah, they have scenes that are just him and it has like. nothing to do with anything (laughs) yeah you kind of like from that opening scene and the way he's like he's like kind of the outsider of the group because so he yeah he was already on the beach before um before anyone else gets there he and that girl i i didn't overthink that opening scene i just kind of got the got the feeling that she just went out for a swim and swam out a little too far and then blacked out and, and died just like, you know, the other people that that happened to, um, I don't even know if, if she, you know, they were already aware that they were aging or whatever. Um, and I don't know how long that guy was there. Uh, but yeah, he's just like, because he's like an outsider and he's been there longer and, the way that like they they almost show him as being like who is this guy what's he doing here he has this weird nosebleed thing uh yeah they never even address that i guess like as i just said that i wonder if that was his um his illness Mm. um he had chronic nosebleeds and so they were testing out (laughs) chronic nosebleed there is a medication he he like fills in like the audience i guess um, but I, I don't remember what he said because it's so that was even so distracting because he's just like walking on the beach and just is like this really quick information dump. He like says his name, his like mm-hmm. issues, his address. He like yeah. <laughs> just lists everything out yeah. real quick and then they like cut away from it. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Yeah, there was like I watched uh, a lot of that in this movie. I, I watched a clip of um, the guy from uh, from Lost. The, yeah. the the actor from Lost, Ooh, uh, his like, not his first scene, but and long. What what or his first like one of his first scenes is hi, my name is this. I'm a nurse. This is my <laughs> wife. Her name is this. She has epilepsy, and mm-hmm. it was that was literally his his. It's like okay, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of like really awkward. Um, like just just saying it's just saying who they are you know don't don't waste really time. poor writing uh-huh. um, um yeah so he was a he was a baffling character and then he gets killed off very quickly there's like a little bit of tension between him and the the doctor guy yeah. uh and he just gets gets thrown away and you kind of get the sense that you know obviously he was going for the doctor's racist and um, that's why he didn't trust him. And, and, um, and even later on in the movie, you get the sense that there may have been something else in his past that he was accused of being racist for. Um, uh, But you don't really, they don't really get into that. So, but that's like, that's kind of, that's another example of like a theme that is just not well executed. Um, doesn't have anything to say about it. Doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Doesn't do anything. It's just, just kind of, I don't know, just there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they kind of devote this entire character to that, mm. but don't do anything with him or the, the idea. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a baffling character so many baffling characters in this movie mm-hmm. um i guess real quick let me just give a rundown of like um kind of like the the contextual event at the end that kind of 
mm-hmm. helps you understand what was happening is that they there's like a pharmaceutical company that's I'm guessing kind of like illegally using this beach that they found that has some weird like mag- magnetic properties mm-hmm. that cause people to age very quickly right mm-hmm. so they can do they can run like essentially like tests on these people with different they can test out medications and stuff and they can test out long term uh what these things do if they cure things or if they make things worse and they can they can test them really quickly and actually mm-hmm. cure things you can see what faster. the long-term effects of this drug are on right. someone in an afternoon rather than actually having to wait 30 years to see what the which side effects like, are or whatever yeah and like that's a cool idea like that's pretty fun like especially for a horror movie like there's mm-hmm. like that once they introduce that like that part of what kind of made the movie worse for me was that like that opened up so many things of what he could have done with this mm-hmm. movie yeah. and there could have been so many interesting there's a lot of things to do with that premise i think yeah. um, like i wouldn't even it, say that that has anything to do with the premise of this movie it's like it's so like in the it's so tacked on at the end mm-hmm. um and you know it kind of it kind of explains some aspects of the movie but it doesn't like it's not a a thing that was at play throughout the movie they're just like on this beach aging and like trying to figure out what to do and this pharmaceutical thing that's going on doesn't have anything to do with what they're doing on the beach um it doesn't really you know, I guess that's the reason why the resort is there, but it's just, I don't know. It just plays such a little small role in the, in the story of the movie, as opposed to like, you know, being a big reveal that is like feels important or some kind of big twist that you didn't expect and you didn't see coming. It was just kind of, uh, that's kind of the issue with telling a story this way, which he, he does a lot and a lot of thrillers do. Like they have, you know, the big event at the end that kind of recontextualizes what you watched. But, mm-hmm. um, but like this movie, I think would have benefited from maybe setting that up early on. Mm-hmm. And like in my head, what I thought would have been really fun is if the characters knew and they were stuck on this beach and like, yeah, they knew like exactly what was going on and yeah, like what somehow... kind of crazy interactions you'd get from that, like yeah. that there's a lot of opportunity to make a really like legit, like, um, you know, intense kind of horror movie on this beach where everybody knows they're dying within like 24 hours, you know, Uh and like, uh, instead, instead there's a lot of just like, what's going on? You know? And they're just like, yeah, there's a lot of what's going on and and no one really. And then like, there's a moment where, um, again, let me, let me find his name. Uh, the, the, uh, lost actor, yeah, um, I looked it up. It's like Ken Long, Ken Long. Uh, yeah, Ken Lung, Long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he just has a line where he's, and this was a uh, kind of a baffling thing. Like throughout the movie, or the early part of the movie, they kind of they were trying to figure out what was going on, and one character says, "Oh, it must have been something we ate that's doing this." And you're like, "What? That's weird." <laughs> and then someone else is like, "Oh, it must be a disease, like a virus, that's doing this." And they're like, "Oh, that's weird." And then Ken Long says, "I know, it's the rocks. It's there's a special kind of <laughs> mineral that's from the from the rocks that's making us age." And then I was like, "Yeah, let's go with that one." Yeah. So, why is that is, like why is was that just the explanation that you go with like right. that seems actually less uh <laughs> less plausible than any of the other explanations that any, people came up with so it's just and for the rest of the movie you you kind of have to assume he's right because yeah. there's no other help in understanding uh-huh. what's going exactly. on yeah like, okay we'll go with that i guess yeah um yeah so, i will say yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say some spoiler stuff that I do, uh, that I liked was the cave scene towards the end mm-hmm. with the, uh, one of the girls is like aged, is aging. They're all aging, but she has this crazy, like weird <laughs> body horror scene uh-huh. where she's yeah. like <laughs> breaking all her bones, but then they're healing because she's uh-huh. aging. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucked up. like that, that's, that's like fun, cool horror stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was kind of cool. 
like the movie I think would have benefited for from like it's like really campy, but like that would have been really fun. Like mm-hmm. this movie fits that like yeah. kind of aesthetic, and like they could have really done more like horror stuff. I feel like I feel mm-hmm. like that's what's like for me that could have saved this movie and like the awkward dialogue and stuff is if they brought in more if you uh like the visit uh i think mm-hmm. he does this really well in that movie hmm. which is he has all that like weird writing and performances that he does but he keeps constantly he's throwing in like great horror like ideas and stuff mm-hmm. just constantly throughout the whole movie nice. and so you don't you don't have time to like sit there and think about like mm-hmm. all these weird things that don't don't yeah. feel right you know he just keep it just keeps going and this movie doesn't do that it mm-hmm. just yeah one thing i've been kind of coming back to a lot and saying a lot is no movie has to do anything but every movie has to do something yeah right and what that means is like you can't say that you can't pick a movie pick a movie and say or every movie has to have like great characters or like a, a big well-rounded cast or you know it has to have great dialogue no movie has to have great dialogue or like this one thing you know there's no like one rule where every movie has to do this thing but every movie has to do something whereas like if you can just deliver on really interesting clever horror ideas then Mm -hmm. like that's the thing that i can grab onto yeah or if it's just like this weird crazy idea that that like gets weirder and crazier throughout the movie until he's just I'm just like you know blown away then that's yeah. the thing you've done and I can I can go with that but if you're not doing anything or even if it's just the theme just an yeah. interesting theme just an interesting idea that's fine I can but when you don't do anything I can't I can't uh, get on board um, and I think this movie doesn't really do anything um, yeah. for my money. Um, well, yeah. there is there is an elephant in the room, though, Derek, that, that? Um, that uh, we probably should address. And that's the uh, six-year-old sex scene <laughs> in the tent. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah it's weird um, you have any thoughts about another any, weird thing I, I think a bunch of a lot well, of other people a lot of you know movie review shows have said a lot about it and i don't know if there's much more we can say but it's just it's baffling. yeah it's it's just yeah it's just another like weird thing that he does in this movie mm-hmm. it's like you know it's not i, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's like totally inappropriate because i yeah. think the way they do it like like it's it makes sense it's Mm -hmm. not like at that point even though like yeah uh, to give a context for anyone who hasn't seen the movie and doesn't really care to see the movie and is still listening they are aging their bodies are aging but their brains are still you know obviously they're they're not bodies and yeah their bodies yeah so these are like um you know adult actors um playing maybe around i i think i heard someone mention that they were around 15 16 years old teenagers um but they still have like the minds and understanding of six-year-olds but probably like the hormones of of uh of teenagers and um and they it's certainly not not um shown in in any way but it's very heavily implied that they had sex and um had a baby uh, she got pregnant and, and had a baby and then the baby died. And that was the end of that. Yeah. That was the end of that, uh, story emotionally <laughs> plot theme. That was just yeah. done. That was, yeah, there's, yeah, this, yeah. God, this movie, <laughs> there's like a whole thing about, there's like, they actually dedicate, I feel like quite a bit of time to, um, like the importance of food mm-hmm. um at least for the children i don't think the adults ever eat in the movie correct I which don't i don't so. fully understand yeah why that i mean i guess why just he wrote the, it like the that, kids but... are growing so they need yeah. the food to be able to grow and add cells but adults still 
lose cells and have to replace cells. Maybe they, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's a, it was probably like a 24 hour period or so that they condensed into, into a, you know, hour and a half movie. So maybe you could just say they just didn't show the adults eating, but, um, you know, they, maybe they didn't have to eat as much as the kids, but it doesn't really make sense that they never, I guess we can, we can chalk it up to the scientists, like figured out a way, like since they're not building mass necessarily, like the kids Mm -hmm. are, they're actually physically growing, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, that was just another weird thing. It's like, as soon as you start thinking about it, like everything starts breaking down again. It's just Mm -hmm. like, but there's a, I don't know if you know about my, like, by, I don't know if it's a fear. It's just absolute disgust in seeing people eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this I movie. didn't know that. I don't oh think I God. did. I can't handle people eating, uh, <laughs> especially in like quiet, like it's a focus or anything. And there's a scene in there where the girl's like grabbing pasta. Yeah, so pasta awkwardly salad. Too. It's so weird. Like she's like, so weird about yeah. it. I uh-huh. yeah i mean like i guess it, person, you but... know she's like a six-year-old brain so i guess like I... oh that's true yeah she's just like so, oh, pasta. she's yeah. just like shoving it in her mouth uh-huh. and it's all like falling out she's like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. It's yeah like, as oh. she, as her as she's getting more and more <laughs> pregnant i think that's yeah. a, that's the scene yeah yeah it is having uh, to grow another baby in her well that was one <laughs> of the scenes i was like that's that's like horrifying yeah <laughs> could have like went further with some uh-huh. with with that concept that seemed like it was being introduced for something, but it just uh-huh. didn't really didn't go anywhere really. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know like how much, how in the weeds with like the ending and everything we really need to get. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of, it feels like it's pretty standard M. Night Shyamalan. Like you're going to, it's this ending. That's kind of a, kind of a twist recontextualizing thing yeah but more of a review it's very heavy-handed and, yeah yeah ham-fisted um, kind of like uh, kind of along the lines of the village i would say more than yes any yes. other one it's very like it's not it's village. just kind of it's not a twist like in the sixth sense where the whole movie you thought this one thing i won't spoil sixth sense i guess if someone <laughs> hasn't seen it but it, the whole movie you think you're thinking one thing and then at the end of the movie it's like nope it's the exact opposite of that thing you thought or even like uh as recent as glass like as much as you know a lot of people didn't like the ending but it actually it works pretty well with the story because it does change your perspective of what like the doctors and the staff of the hospital were doing you find out mm-hmm. they're actually working for this whole other yeah the whole plot and that works in with the plot and mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes sense like this yeah doesn't do that yeah. it's just like... and then like the clever clever thing about split is that you think you're watching like this kind of horror thriller about uh, uh, uh you know this this crazy guy crazy guy uh yeah. who abducts ducks these kids and it's the twist is that no you're actually watching a superhero origin story, story. i guess yeah. I've, I've spoiled that movie but uh yeah <laughs> um but yeah, so but that was that was a those are clever, cool twists that he's done. This mm-hmm. is more less of a twist, more of a just kind of a tacked on reveal. I felt, um, yeah. And I I kind of even think it doesn't really work. Like it's kind of a clever idea to do science that normally takes thirty years to do. You can condense, but that's not really how you know medical science works. You don't just have right. a drug and give it to one person and and she didn't have a seizure for 15, 15 years. Yeah. It must work in a, we're going to give it. No, you, we're going to give it to th- th- millions of people and it's going to, but you yeah. need to do these tests over, you know, you need to have a sample size of thousands of people. You need to. Yeah. Wait, you know, <laughs> another thing is wait, like, so they, how do they like, so they're selling the drug to somebody yeah. So I feel like we're supposed to assume that nobody checks the sources. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, they apparently anything. they don't need FDA approval or anything <laughs> right. for their drugs. No um, clinical trials, yeah. nothing. Just yeah. like, trust us, it works. Yeah. We've yeah. done the research. Okay. And then Maybe they're curing they, diseases, yeah. but... Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
So I kind of, I mean, it, that would be fine. And I would buy into it. <laughs> that, that'd be totally fine. It's just, they tack it on at the end and it just doesn't connect. It doesn't like, it kind of just doesn't work to just have something tacked on at the end. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. Anyways, it's a, it's a messy, uh, silly, weird M night mm-hmm. movie. And I, I think, I think it's worth watching if you like, um, M nine movie, and yeah. if you're and if you're more forgiving of even his kind of lesser stuff, then you'll yep. probably have fun watching the movie. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just kind of a mess at the same time. So, yep. all right. Um, yeah. You... So, um, anything else you wanted to add before we wrap no. this up? No, I don't think so. Do you have a star rating that you would give it? Uh, I don't. I'm thinking like two and a half. If I'm being yeah. generous. Yeah, um, that's probably. I will say, around, around uh, that. at the same time, though, I'd probably say I enjoyed it more than that. Like, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, it's hard to separate with this movie just because it's so yeah. clunky and. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I'm yeah. probably around a two, two and a half, maybe. Like my two and a half is because I kind of did enjoy this M Night Shyamalan aspect of it to the point where yeah. it bumped it up to a two and a half, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I do like appreciate seeing like new and original stuff, mm-hmm. you know, as weird or uh, poorly executed as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I always give people credit for being willing to like do it and stick by it and get it all the way out into theaters and get people to come to it and stuff like that. Yep. Um, totally. Uh, but all right, well, that's mm-hmm. it for our review of M Night Shyamalan's Old. Old. Um, I don't know that we've totally nailed down what we're reviewing next week i think yet. it's just the green knight if we can oh is that this week it comes that out? comes out the oh, 30th shoot. um so yeah 29th. yeah this, this weekend okay yeah so probably the green knight um i'm sure sean's gonna be on there mm-hmm. me and brandon and, uh, you and um, brandon there's like i don't know do you guys want to do it we've kind of i mean mentioned... i think we're all gonna see it mm-hmm. i just don't know schedule wise yeah yet but um, we'll hammer that out. But so, so we'll excited. plan on we'll plan on David Lowry's The Green Knight. Um, mm-hmm. At least week. me and Brandon. Yeah, and that's gonna be a good one. We've been mm-hmm. waiting for this movie for like years now. I feel mm-hmm. like so. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. our episode. Uh, good good wanna... to talk with you. Yeah, it was good to talk to you. Yeah, I'm glad we finally got this episode out. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, if you guys just want to like and subscribe and. Uh, See you next week. Bye.